long ago, deep in the woods that divided Clifton from Fairfax, an asylum was closed and its inhabitants were taken away. On the journey, the car carrying those inhabitants lost control. It swerved and crashed. Many of the people escaped, but were quickly found. All but one. The authorities searched for him and came upon the trail he left. A trail of bunnies, half eaten with their entrails strewn everywhere. Authorities warily followed this trail and came to a bridge. More bunnies were hanging from the lip of this bridge. Authorities had never found the escaped resident. Years and years later, on Halloween night, several teenagers were under that bridge. At the stroke of midnight, suddenly they were attacked. The next morning, their bodies were found hanging from the bridge, just like the bunnies. Beware of the Bunny Man Bridge. What If I Told You podcast, a show where we talk about some creepy shit. (laughs) There was nothing on there. I didn't remember that I didn't fill that in. I just couldn't (laughs) think of anything that witty, so I was like, you know, it's a creepy episode. (laughs) Okay. Um, so... You can visit our social channels. TikTok. Instagram. The Facebook that's not active anymore. Are any Facebooks active that are, you know, like business Facebook pages? I just, I mean, it's 2021. Yeah. Let's just move on from that. Just follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Yes. Please. Instagram and TikTok is where it's at. Yep. Once again, no breakfast nook. Uh, Maddie had some shit to do. I did. I had some uh, actual adult shit that I didn't accomplish, actually. I mean, it is what it is. So Dakota and I had to go and get passports this morning. However. Okay, so I've been preparing for this appointment Mm -hmm. all week. I got my birth certificate. I got all of the forms printed off the website and filled out. I made copies of my driver's license because it says photocopies mm-hmm. of birth certificate and driver's license. So this morning, standing in my kitchen, I have a folder with all of my documents in it. I was like, I don't need my originals because they want a photocopy of it. Right. Because they put your application forms that you filled out in a packet with your identifying documents and they send it to the state department right with your money well we get there and she says oh you need the originals too and i said online it says bring photocopies and she was like well we send the originals with the photocopies, and they mail the originals back to you. What? Bitch. Why would you give her... Why Why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to get originals of my driver's license. I'm not going to be without my driver's license for the no. next eight weeks while I wait for my passport to be ready. I mean, if they're worried about the photocopies you're bringing not being copies of originals, then they just need to say, bring the originals. We'll verify that they're the actual thing and then we'll take photocopies of it 
Yeah. I have literally no idea why. Why would you want that shipped off? That's exactly, I, it never occurred to me that they were actually going to take my birth certificate and mail it off. They're not going to get my driver's license. I mean, that's dumb. I have to have my driver's license. I can't be out here driving on the roads without my license. So what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to have, we have to do it. Yeah. So Dakota actually has to get a new birth certificate. (laughs) Because all he has is a copy. Right. Because he can't find his original. It's been a fucking shit show all morning. So. At least it's a three-day weekend. Yes, it is a three-day weekend. Happy Memorial Day. Hallelujah. We've made it. It's been like three long months since there's been a holiday. Yes. Yes. And I have like, I have to save all of my vacation days since we're going to Europe. (laughs) So I can't even like, you know, wake up randomly and be like you know what i'm gonna take friday off yeah i get a lot of pto at my job Mm -hmm. and a lot of people i work with are like yeah i think i'm just gonna take friday off fuck yeah god but you know it's all gonna be worth it when i'm in europe oh absolutely and i have all these days in europe so i just have to power through this has absolutely nothing to do with it um but did i tell you that on wednesday we went to 54th Street for lunch at work. Mm-hmm. I got a spicy chicken sandwich. Of course. Got violently ill two hours later. What? Mm-hmm. From a 54th Street spicy chicken sandwich? Yes. It was, I'm 100% sure it was food poisoning. Um, We went at like noon, got back at one. And by like 3.30... I was having such bad stomach pains, like my my actual stomach organ. I was like, what what the fuck is happening? And it was like doubled over in pain. And I was like, uh, okay. So I left work and I threw up. And uh, stayed home the next day. So, yeah, I got freaking food poisoning. <sighs> Street. Do you think maybe it was undercooked chicken? Maybe, but the two other people I went with both had chicken. I mean, it's not like it's coming. It's probably already individual and they, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're not. They don't have fresh chicken that they're breading and shit there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It had to have been the chicken. It surely wasn't the bun or the sweet potato fries. Yeah, probably not the fries. Um, you can yeah. straight up eat raw potato like an apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking sad about it because I can't ever think about eating that again. Damn, that fucking sucks. I probably will, um, but it's going to take some time. Yeah, you need you need to give it a little time. Maybe go with a spicy chicken somewhere else first to yeah. ease into it. Yeah. Very sad. Because their spicy chicken is number one. Yes. Above all others, it is superb. It is is the superior spicy chicken sandwich. And we are kind of authorities on this subject. Yes, absolutely. We have collectively eaten the spicy chicken sandwich at every restaurant that offers it. If, If you go somewhere and they have a spicy chicken, that's what you order. That's right. So you can trust our word on this. Mm hmm if you're looking for a spicy chicken sandwich, ask us. Yeah. And if you happen to be listening to this while driving to a 54th Street location, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Don't stop on my account. Clearly, something happened. That that one particular sandwich went awry. It's it's just going to take some time for me. Yeah. I It, it makes sense. Um, also, if you're at 54th Street and you're getting the spicy chicken sandwich... Do not fuck around with your dipping sauce. No. You need to get the Chipotle Ranch. That is the condiment to get. I personally get Chipotle Ranch and regular ranch. Yes, that makes sense. But yeah, if you're at any location that offers a Chipotle Ranch, I don't really care what you're eating. Yeah, you need need to have the ranch. You're eating a steak and a loaded baked potato, get the Chipotle Ranch, put it on your potato. Yeah, of course. Speaking of ranch, so when we go out to eat and I get a food that requires ranch dressing. Which which most do. Most do. 
I always look at the server and say, I need extra ranch. Mm -hmm. And I, when I say I need extra ranch, I mean, I want a lot of ranch. Yes. And they always bring me like two little ramekins. Mm -hmm. They bring me two tablespoons of ranch. Yeah. And call it extra ranch. And I'm like, listen, do you want to make multiple trips? Because I'm going to keep asking you for ranch refills. I need one of these every three minutes. Exactly. We're we're in the Midwest. Tell me why they don't understand that. I, I, I really don't know. But we went out to eat with our friends last weekend mm-hmm. at the, I think it's called the Red Door Bar and Grill. I don't know. Okay. It was in Overland Park. I told the server exactly that. I said, I need a lot of ranch. And she was like, okay, she brought me like a soup tureen full of ranch. Fuck yes. I was like, oh my God, we are spirit animals. Was her tip nice? Yes. That's Bitch amazing. got a hella tip. I love that. When she brought it to me, I just feel like my face was, like, glowing. Like, I had the pregnancy glow about it. (laughs) For your ranch, baby. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, man. I fucking love ranch. (laughs) It's such a... Who invented ranch dressing? I just... But, see, I don't like store-bought ranch. Like, if I have to eat Hidden Valley, I will do it. Yeah. But I'm not going to be happy about it. I agree. Uh, I have been making my own ranch. There you go. Of late. Since we got a food processor, I have been making my own ranch. I've been toying with it a little. The level of buttermilk to mayo Mm -hmm. ratio and a lot of garlic and a lot of dill Mm. is the key. The dill is the key. Slide a batch my direction. Next time I make some... I'll hit you up and could you possibly you try to perfect Costa Vita ranch? Oh my god, I have no I is it cilantro ranch? Is that what it is? I don't know. It's not I avocado. Thought, no, is it like I, I don't know. It's green. You just say ranch. Yeah. I'll ask them. Yeah. The next time I'm in there. Uh there one of the guys who works at that Costa Vita has worked there the whole time I've known about Costa Vita. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he knows me. I'm sure he could slip you the recipe. He has to be able to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll slide you a foot pick for the recipe of that ranch. <laughs> Just have it printed <laughs> off. <laughs> and like, like Polaroid style. And then like the <laughs> white part says like, you know, I want the ranch recipe. That's right. There you go. Thank Dakota, you. just please be fine with that because it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. Just slap a barefoot up on the. <laughs> <laughs> you can take a photo at your discretion. Of Any that angle, foot. Uh, as long as I get that recipe. Gotta get that recipe. Well, moving on. Um, we have no mail because no one sends us emails. But yeah, um, what what's up with that? I don't understand. People, you're listening to these episodes because I can see you. We see you, and we understand that people don't really do emails anymore. That's true. But we know you have an email address. It won't take that long. Just, yeah. Get in there. Get in there. Um, We do have Chip's Corner, kind of. Uh, Look at the Instagram. Yeah, we're going to do, again, this week what we did last week for mm-hmm. Chip's Corner, and we're going to require you to do some footwork. Yeah. And visit our Instagram and see what he has posted up there. Yeah. It's good. It's funny and wildly accurate. So today's going to be fun. I don't know about you, but I've been feeling very like fall vibes with all the rain and the clouds. Yes, I agree. And I still just really, really want to move somewhere where it's like this all the time so you want to live in seattle yes or new england yes let's move to salem yes oh my god we have to go to salem in the fall let's just yeah let's go oh my god let's fucking go when i was doing the research for this episode and for one we're going to be doing in the very near future 
all I wanted was for it to be Halloween season. I just want it to be Halloween season all All the time. Yeah, Yeah. all the time. But it is not. I will uh, let you start this off. Mm -hmm. All right. Today, we're going to do another urban legend. Ah! And we're going to talk about the Bunny Man Bridge. Now, you're asking yourself, self, what is the Bunny Man Bridge? Well. Because that's what I said. (laughs) Anyway, the Bunny Man Bridge, at its very basic elements, it's a myth that exists in the New England area, specifically originating in Virginia, which... I lived in Virginia for a time. You did. And you have visited there frequently as well. Yes. I've never been to this particular part of Virginia. But basically, there are many iterations of this legend, but they all share a few key points. And those points are that a man dressed in a rabbit suit attacks people with an axe under the Clifton Bridge. That's very specific. Yes. I've yet to Google images of this. I'm going to do that right now. There's a an actual horror film called Bunny Man. Of course there is. Of course there is. Uh, I haven't watched it because <laughs> I just, I don't know, just didn't seem like something that would tickle my fancy, but it it's... It's out there. I mean, whatever. I'm pretty, like, particular about horror films. I don't... I like a bad zombie film, you know? With, like, bad production value, bad, like, special effects. But just a general horror film, it has to be... has to be good. This is a scene from the movie... Now, that's a chainsaw. That is a chainsaw. That bunny suit is very dirty. I thought it would be more realistic. Oh, the bunny suit? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Oh, my God. Love that. All right. So, while we're on that, just go ahead and Google Bunny Man Bridge Suit and just have fun with that. Yeah, it's, it's real. Ugh. So, that is the basic consensus, the general version of the Bunny Man Bridge legend. There's a man in a bunny suit with an axe under a bridge. It's so creepy. That is so creepy. (laughs) And it gets worse. Obviously, Obviously. it gets worse. Uh, And we're about to go right ahead and tell you. Okay. (laughs) This would have been a really good episode to do around Easter. It's fine. It's fine. It Obviously, hindsight, 2020, but... I mean, this will come out in, well... A couple days. Yeah. Yeah. On Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day! <laughs> My sister's birthday was, like, a couple days ago. Happy birthday. Shy. Happy birthday. Emily's about to get her hairs cut by my sister. I am. So... I'll see you next weekend. (laughs) Alrighty. So we opened this episode with a story. It was story time. And um, that story is not true. We're going to go into more details about that particular variation of the story. Not true. It is Mm -hmm. very disturbing to, to think about that happening. And it really could be true it's something that is not out of the realm of possibility however it is not true just to be just to be super clear it is not a true story so a historian from the fairfax county public library named brian conley 
actually researched the legend of Bunny Man extensively, and he found two incidents out of Burke, Virginia in 1970. I mean, prime time for men to be doing creepy shit. (laughs) We've talked about this a lot. What was happening with men in the 70s? What? You guys. There must have been something in the water. Any dudes who were alive in the 70s, can you weigh in on this? So, we're on the evening of October 19th, 1970. Air Force Academy cadet Robert Bennett and his family were on Guinea Road visiting family. They parked their car in a field across the street from an uncle. I don't... Was this Robert's uncle or his fiance's uncle? It was not specified. Okay. So, an uncle. And as the couple were still sitting in their car, the motor is running... They noticed movement by the rear window, and suddenly the front passenger window was smashed, and there was a figure clad in a white suit with long bunny ears just standing there. Robert Bennett turned the car around as the man began to scream at them, and as they drove down the road, they noticed a hatchet on the floorboard. Uh... Not that it's not scary enough to have a dude just smash your window of your car and with a hatchet, mm-hmm. but for him to um, be sporting bunny ears at the same time, that really turns that up a notch. Yeah. I feel like I might legitimately have PTSD if that happened to me. Absolutely. So, incident number two came 10 days later on October 29th in 1970, a construction security guard named Paul Phillips approached a man who was standing on the porch of an unfinished home on Guinea Road. So same place. Same place. 10 days later. 10 days later. Phillips said the man was wearing a gray, black, and white bunny suit and appeared to be around 20 years old and 5 foot 8 inches tall. This is... A very specific observation. How he could tell age and height in a bunny suit. Um, Well, I guess he could tell height, but is kind of weird. I mean, assuming he had a bunny head on. Yeah. And I mean, five foot eight, like, I guess maybe other people have more of a perception of how tall someone is. But if I I looked at someone, I would not be able to say that person is five foot eight inches tall. Like, I am five foot eight. Yeah. But I feel like my mom is close to the same height as me, and she's four inches shorter. And I look at her and I'm like, oh, yeah, my mom's like the same height as me. Yeah. Hey, no, she know. isn't. It is weird. I don't know anyone that can just, like, yeah, that person's as tall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking weird. So, the bunny clad fellow began chopping at the porch of the home with the axe and uh, told Phillips, this construction security guard, you are trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop your head off. Huh? So I don't know what Phillips was doing other than approaching this person. I certainly wouldn't be walking towards someone in a bunny suit with an axe. No. But yeah, that happened. Yeah. I think if I were a security guard even, and I saw someone standing on the porch of a home I know is not theirs because it's under construction Mm -hmm. and they're wearing a bunny suit, I would think to myself, this is a good time to go get some coffee. About 10 miles away from here. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So following these two reports, there's been more than 50 people contacted Fairfax police claiming to have seen the bunny man. Mm. Several newspapers, including the Washington Post, reported that the bunny man had eaten a man's cat. Yeah. With the head on? That's what's throwing me. Like, if you're wearing a bunny costume, that thing is over your whole head. Right. So I think this is where the 
nature of the suit is kind of up for interpretation because when we looked at the scene from the movie, mm-hmm. it's a full, like, the Like a head, mascot head. It's, yes, a mascot head. It covers your whole face. But the security guard said that the person wearing the suit looked to be about 20, so he had to have seen his face. I guess it could be like a hood. It could be like, like a onesie. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, what I picture when I read this is like a onesie Yeah, that zips up. And goes around the face like a hood and just has ears. Like a little kid Halloween costume. Yeah. Like the Where the Wild Things Are child's costume. So that is what I'm thinking. That's almost, I don't, that's worse. Yeah. And he says it's gray, black, and white. I'm assuming it probably looked gray because it was dirty. Is there whiskers? If there's no face on it. Then no, unless he like attached whiskers onto his face. <laughs> Maybe he like did some face painting and like wore a nose. That's I don't. So terrifying. Uh, yeah. So if we're going with the onesie version of the costume with the face, the human real face exposed, he could easily eat a cat. That's so backwards though, because cats eat bunnies. The irony of it all. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I'm not okay with any of this. Yeah, that's horrible. Horrible, horrible. Um, The weird thing about all of these, like, reports and the cat thing is that none of the articles that I found on this had any specifics about these. Yeah. It never said... It was 1970. Yeah. And it never said this particular man said the bunny man ate his cat. These reports were made. You know, but that's kind of par for the course. This is an urban legend, so it makes sense that there's not, like, specific well, names yeah. and specific he reports. Could, he could have also owned multiple bunny suits. And multiple people could have been doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a copycat situation. A copy bunny situation, if you will. Okay. So, those are, like, the two main incidents where people actually say, like, talk about the bunny suit. Mm -hmm. Later, we're going to talk about some way more disturbing incidents. Yeah, let's get into it. But first, I want to talk about the name Bunny Man. So, I put this question on here, where did the name Bunny Man come from, before I answered that question with, well, it seems pretty obvious the man is in a bunny suit. <laughs> That's where the name came from. I mean, I guess it could have been a rabbit man. <laughs> that one disturbs me a little more. I don't like the rabbit word rabbit. Man. Uh, oof, yeah, I don't <laughs> like it. But I'm typing thoughts as they come to my brain. Mm-hmm. And so... I then said, this seems a bit on the nose. He's a man in a bunny suit, so I'm going to call myself Bunny Man. Uh, I don't like it. It could have been more creative. It it definitely could have. So I have posed a few options for him if he wants to change his name. Okay. In case he's listening. In case he's listening. Maybe he's a fan. I mean, he's like in his 70s now, probably. He may still be hopping around. All right, that was okay. So the first option is Flopsy. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I know. <laughs> like if I owned a bunny, I might name it Flopsy, but it just sounds like Cropsy. <laughs> you know what? It does. I didn't even think of Cropsy whenever I put Flopsy. Okay, so that's the first option. The second option is Captain Carrot. I like it. It's, you know, whatever. He might need to start wearing, like, a captain's hat. Yes. So, it's a, one extra item to the costume. I don't know if that's an inconvenience. Uh, hops. That could go one of two. That could go, like, multiple ways. He could also be a beer-drinking bunny yeah. and call himself Hops. Yeah. He could He could be, like, a, a... When I think of Hops in this scenario... I think of the bunny in Zootopia. 
Is his name Hops? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's just what comes to mind. Okay, cool. I've never seen Zootopia. Oh. I'm sure it's great. I you love should, cartoon I mean, films. There's bunnies in it, so. Perfect. Uh, after this, I love bunnies. Um. So, the fourth one... <laughs> my favorite <laughs> i'm gonna purchase an animal just to name it this <laughs> whether it's a rabbit or not <laughs> okay so the fourth one is lord big rabbit <laughs> i cannot tell you why this name came to me lord big rabbit i think i don't know our our bunny man seems to be um not that sophisticated, so I don't really think he's part of the aristocracy, nor should he have the title of Lord. I, I love Lord in front of anything. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it makes me think of Scott Disick, because he... You could put Lord in front of any of these. Yeah, you could. But Scott Disick got lorded when he was in England, mm. like, a long time, like, early in the Kardashian whatever and he calls himself Lord Disick, or LD, and it makes me laugh a lot. Everything Scott Disick does makes me laugh, I'll be honest. I don't really ever watch the Kardashians, because nothing happens, and it's, like, boring as shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to watch people run around with too much money. That's lame. 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 But Scott Disick is hilarious. <laughs> anyway, the last option on the list is Frank. Now, Frank doesn't seem like it is the name of a bunny man, but if you've seen Donnie Darko, you know that the rabbit in Donnie Darko's name is Frank. So, it's a cultural name. There you go. I watch I've seen Donnie Darko twice. The first time I watched it, I was like, what in the fuck am I watching? I have not watched this. I don't know how to describe Donnie Darko. I don't know if I can actually say it's a good movie, mm -hmm. but it's a weird fucking movie. Okay. It's so weird. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Love Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, it's fucking weird. But I, I've seen it twice. The first time I was like... Yo, what is happening? The second time I watched it, I was more into it. Yeah. It's it's definitely something you have to watch twice. It's one of the few that you really have to watch twice. Okay. So, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's old. It's like 2001, I think. It's, it's pretty old. Damn. Yeah. So you can vote on those name options if you want. To help us rename Bunny Man. Lord Big Rabbit. Lord Big Rabbit, I think, is a front runner. That's, yeah, that's the winner. Okay, so we're moving on <laughs> <laughs> to the bridge itself. So some reports call it the Clifton Bridge. Some call it the Colchester Overpass. I think it's pronounced Colchester. But who the fuck knows with these New England names? <laughs> When I lived in Virginia, there was a, I worked on a street called Greenwich. Mm -hmm. It was spelled Green Witch. G-R-E-E-N-W-I-C-H. Greenwich. Mm -hmm. I said the word Greenwich to someone who actually is from there. And he said, you mean Greenwich? And I said, no. No. <laughs> there are two E's there. Yeah. And there's a W. So I mean Greenwich. <laughs> what I said is what I mean, <laughs> sir. Phonetically speaking, you are wrong. I am right. And he said, well, it's, it's Greenwich. That's weird. Get rid of one of the E's and the W and I'll be on your side. <laughs> there were so many like things like that. Yeah. Norfolk yeah. is spelled Norfolk. Yeah. But everyone says Norfolk. Same with Suffolk. Mm-hmm. It's spelled Suffolk. Yeah, that's stupid. But they say Suffolk. Well, 
Spell it Suffolk. Yeah. It's not that hard. The English language is fucked. Anyway, so the Colchester Overpass was built in 1906, and it's located near the site of Sangster Station, which was a Civil War railroad station that was once the Orange and Alexandria Railroad. I don't know what any of that shit is. This is very historic right now. It's straight up history. So, because so many of the reports were made in the area of this overpass slash bridge, it is now a popular destination for paranormal enthusiasts and legend trippers. I've never heard that term. Me either. That's why I left it in. I like it. Legend trippers. Um, I'm, I'm into that. So, most people, I think, refer to the bridge... Well, as Bunny Man Bridge now, but it's also called the Clifton Bridge. Okay. I think it's in Clifton, Virginia, so that's mm-hmm. why they call it that. Who knows? There we- are a lot of names, and it got very, it got very hairy. Yeah. I mean, so. obviously, it's just the Bunny Man Bridge. So. Yeah. It looks really creepy. We will definitely have to post a picture of the bridge itself. Oh, yeah. It's creepy as fuck. Like, something lives under there and you have to, like, answer a riddle or they're going to suck your soul out. That's exactly what it looks like. Could be. That's why it's the Bunny Man Bridge. Yeah. That's why he hangs out there with an axe. Maybe he does ask you questions. And then if you don't get it right, he just chops you. It's like a more intense version of getting into Ravenclaw Tower. You can't get into the tower if you don't answer the, the right. question. But he just takes that up a notch. He raises the stakes. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> Quite a bit. In his dirty costume. <laughs> with oh. an axe. It's not funny, but it's funny. So, obviously, interest in the bridge itself is always at an all-time high around Halloween. Of course. So, obviously, the two incidents you talked about happened right before Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it's got a very Halloween vibe. If if I was to be a character such as Bunny Man, obviously I would be active in of, October. Of course. Of course you would. Maybe even through Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Maybe even start like the third week of September. Mm, yeah. I mean, Halloween for me starts September 1. See, I agree with that. Especially because I always associate, like, fall with Harry Potter, and they always go to Hogwarts on September 1st, and fall and Halloween are kind of fused together for me. Mm -hmm. So September 1st is a good starting date. Yeah. And that's usually when you start to see, like, the Halloween candy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean... Two full months. Two full months of debauchery. And I mean, I even leave, like, pumpkins and shit out through Thanksgiving. Yeah. Pumpkin decor is acceptable through Thanksgiving. For three full months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you mix in your Christmas decor. Right. I usually start before Thanksgiving. I know a lot of people use Thanksgiving as, like, the... Like, the buffalo plaid comes out. Yeah. That sort of thing. I usually start slowly Christmasing the house the second week of November. I don't. I love it. I love Christmas decorations. I do, too. It's probably my favorite. uh, Well, second favorite outside of fall and Halloween. But yeah, it's coming up fast. It is. It's almost June already. Dude. That's crazy. I know. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, so, the bridge. Halloween. It's poppin'. So, for example, in the year 2011, I'm 21. Emily's an infant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a junior in high school. (laughs) Well, no, I guess I would have been first semester senior if it was Halloween 2011. Yeah. I've been, An infant. I've been legal for a good three months. More than 200 people 
from surrounding areas. So this is in Virginia. We've got Pennsylvania showing up. We've got Maryland showing up. They were all showing up to hang out at Bunny Man Bridge. And the police turned them all away. They had conducted a 14-hour checkpoint near the bridge to prevent an influx of people from just loitering there. That seems like a lot of state, county, local resources expended to prevent people from hanging out at a bridge. Yeah. I don't really get it. I don't either, because you have to think of all the locations (laughs) that happens around the country. During Halloween all the time. I mean, how many people, like, show up in Salem, Massachusetts just to hang out in Salem, Massachusetts? Right. In the month of October. Right. A lot. Mm -hmm. I hope to count myself among them one day. I I mean, I think at this point we should probably just look for a place there. To live? Yes. We don't need to visit. Yeah, we need to live there. That's a weird little anecdote. You can, yeah. you know, if you want to go to Clifton, Virginia, Fairfax County, uh, you can visit the bridge. Yeah, we should do it. Drive under it. Let's just take like a full continental U.S. road trip to hit this weird shit. Yeah. I bet there is a road trip that you can look up online that creepy takes shit. you through creepy shit. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, that's it. We're This episode's over. Okay. So, here are some creepier reports, creepier variations of the legend. In one version, it kind of reminds us of the Bloody Mary thing, which everyone's done Bloody Mary. We all know it. At the stroke of midnight on Halloween, a killer in a white rabbit suit awaits. Lore has it, if you speak his name three times, he'll appear, which is why it reminds us of Bloody Mary. Mm Mm-hmm. Bunny man, bunny man, bunny man. But don't expect to survive, Mm-mm. obviously, because he'll slash your throat and leave your body dangling from the bridge. <laughs> I don't want to risk that. That seems like a high price to pay just to just, just to, to test say, it yeah, out. Yeah, just to say you did it. Yeah. I mean, I've done the Bloody Mary thing. I think everyone has. I think has. everyone has. Yeah. Uh, I- shocker alert nothing happened nothing happens but if you say that and something does happen that absolutely we cannot be held accountable for that that's exactly <laughs> right we denounce all responsibility yes. and can we just say you, i just you said, just said bunny well man. i guess it's not midnight on halloween that's true and we're not at the bridge do you have to be at the bridge it I just says midnight on halloween yeah i don't know if you have to be at the bridge i'll try it here from Missouri. Yeah, if he's a disembodied spirit, you would think that distance would Mm -hmm. not matter. I just won't stand next to a bridge. I'll just do it right here in this chair. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to be at a bridge? There's some pretty creepy bridges around this town. Yeah, there are. So next we have this variation, which is that the spirit of an escaped mental patient haunts the railroad bridge. I mean, obviously, in a lot of folktale lore stories. We just talked about it in Cropsey. There was a mental patient aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that he escaped hellbent on avenging the murders of his wife and child who were slain. And he's living in the woods near the bridge and he kills and eats rabbits, mm. wears their skin and uh, leaves their mutilated bunny bodies hanging in the trees. Uh, oh, all right. And it also says, one Halloween night, taunted by some town children. <laughs> <laughs> some town children. Um, he also killed and mutilated them, too. And... Uh, Hung their corpses from the trees around the bridge. That was oh, that got dark. <laughs> that got dark. <laughs> Fast. Um, and then another spin on the same theme. He's the ghost of an escapee of a long, long closed nearby asylum, and he's dressed in a rabbit suit and he throws axes or chainsaws, hatchets, whatever, at the cars of young couples who park by the bridge late at night. 
that is very, um, I feel like that's a common theme people use for scary shit. Like to teenagers in a car making mm-hmm. out there's a creepy dude outside of their car and it, they it, they die yeah it's very like zodiac killer yes it's very um there's one of the scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm. books for children uh one of those stories is a couple like parking mm-hmm. quote unquote why don't people do that anymore it seems like an inconvenience like yeah. Cars are just a little more compact now. So That's in order true. to like back in the day it was like bench seats. It was like a bed back there. Yeah. Uh nowadays you can I can barely sit in my car and like take off my jacket. <laughs> so I have to like maneuver myself and become double jointed yeah. to just take off my raincoat. Let alone be caught necking with Dakota yeah. somewhere. Yeah. We're definitely not necking. Not in, in the my cruise. Car. Not in the cruise. <laughs> maybe in the Lincoln. Maybe. That maybe that's why you got it. Well, we've never necked in the Lincoln. Drive to the Bunny Man Bridge. You know what? You're right. I'm just we'll, saying date ideas. Yeah. We'll drive a cool twenty hours to just the east stop coast. there on your way to Europe. Yeah. Hey, pilot. <laughs> Park down there. Also, we need you to find us the Lincoln. (laughs) Oh, Jesus loves me. All right. Oh, yes. Mm. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm -hmm. This book. They have one. They're they're parked, whatever. And they hear, like, scratching on the outside of the car. Of course they do. Of course they fucking do. And they're scared, whatever. They leave. There's more to the story, clearly. They get home. And there's, like, a hook hanging from, like, the passenger, like, door handle on the outside of the car. I don't like it. Again, can we talk about why are these books children's books? (laughs) Can we also talk about how in most, like, TV shows and movies where that exact situation happens, parked in a car, there's something creepy outside or there's noises. Why do they always get out of the car to see what it is? Yeah. Just leave. You don't need to know what it is. You're in the car. You are fully prepared to start your vehicle and drive away. Yes. I do not investigate scary shit when I hear it. No. I don't care if it's in my own home. I'm like, I guess if I'm going to die, it's just going to happen. I'm not going to walk outside if I hear something weird happening. I will say that I don't get up and go outside, Mm -hmm. like, if there's weird noises happening, or usually it's if April starts acting weird late at night, I don't, like, get up and go outdoors. No. But a lot of times I will get up and walk, like, downstairs into the living room yeah, that's not probably not the best idea no. if someone has breached the home. Right. Especially because... Because you're on a stairwell. And I'm in my pajamas. You're going to die trying to run back up the stairs. I haven't gotten my hands on, like, a knife or a... We don't even own a baseball bat in this house. Uh, I don't... I could bludgeon them with, like, a book, I guess. Or that candle. Or that candle, yes. One of these micro... The ring light. I guess I could carry, like... A lighter and I could just like light them on fire real quick. I don't know. Just Would it catch? Like hold still. <laughs> let the wait until it catches. Throw a lit candle at them. Yeah. That I mean, didn't we use that to We did to drive nails into the wall? We used a different time? candle, but yes, we did use a candle to drive nails into the wall. They're sturdy. They're, they are. You're right. I have a closet. Filled to the brim of candles, so I'll just start launching them. There you go. At an intruder. Anyway, but I do do that. And I do, like, check my car. Oh, I I check my car. Look in the back seat. Sometimes I, like, look under the car because... They, I have heard those stories of people, even though my car is pretty low and I don't think a person could fit under it, mm-hmm. realistically speaking... Like, 
grabbing your ankles or like cutting your Achilles. Cutting your Achilles. That's the that's the one. <laughs> Not that anyone listening needed anything to be paranoid about, but check your back seat. I'm not trying to get my check under the car. My ankles sliced. Absolutely not. Ugh. No. Ugh. Now I'm like cringy. I'm like <laughs> clenched. Slice. Slice. And you just like, do you really, if somebody cut your Achilles tendon, do you really just like fall straight down? I would assume so. That seems like. What can you do? You, that seems like a design mind. flaw. I'm like going to eat after this. And my brain is like. <laughs> okay, let's get through this. All right. We got through the creepy, some of the creepy versions. Now we're going to talk about maybe potentially real life bunny man. Does he exist? We'll see. So there is one incident that is truly, truly horrifying and is often connected to the bunny man legend, even though there is not a bunny in the story. So in February of 1949, this story made headlines for months, obviously, and it's the gruesome killing of Frances and June Holliver, a mother and her eight-month-old baby girl. So on Thursday, February 24th, 1949, Mrs. Holliber and her daughter drove to Fairfax County in the company of her estranged husband, Charles. All were residents of the District of Columbia, so they weren't actually from Virginia, mm-hmm. but they drove to Virginia. Charles later told police that he had come to Virginia to see the new lodge at a nudist colony to which he belonged. Random. Okay. Uh, this seems weird for 1949. Very weird. Seems like 20 years early. Um, So upon leaving said lodge, the car became stuck in mud and the couple were fighting. And so Mrs. Holliber took the baby and walked away from her husband and never returned. Yeah, okay. Charles Holliber spent spent that whole night in the car... So he slept in the car. He didn't walk after his wife and eight-month-old baby. Weird. He just got in his car and went to sleep. Okay, Charles. Okay. Weird response. Weird, weird response. So he spent the night in the car, and then he caught a ride back to Washington, D.C. the next day. He left them there. He sounds like a great guy. Yeah. So he returned... With his brother-in-law and friend to get, he returned from Washington, D.C. back to Virginia. So he was in Washington, D.C., got to Virginia, got stuck, went back to Washington, D.C. as a hitchhiker, and then caught a ride back to Virginia to get his car. Dude's doing the most. Hmm. And still, at this point, no one has heard from his wife or child. Uh... (laughs) The police were finally notified, and an intensive search of the area where the car got stuck was organized, and it also it involved Fairfax County Police, Washington, D.C. detectives, and the Boy Scouts. I've never <laughs> once heard of the Boy Scouts being enlisted <laughs> to find missing people. <laughs> well, I want to know ridiculous. what age group of the Boy Scouts we're talking about yeah we just learned how to tie knots yesterday and now we're gonna find missing people yep is that a badge do they get a badge for this is there one specified i don't know anything about the boy scouts so just around 5 p.m just as the searchers were about to give up for the night one of the detectives noted that the ground on which they were standing was very soft obviously the car got stuck Both mother and daughter were then found in a shallow grave next to the lodge, the nudist lodge, and less than 200 yards from where the car had been stuck. Hmm. Frances Holliber had been beaten and then shot twice in the head and once in the heart, and the baby girl was buried alive. Alrighty. Wow. Local community was obviously shocked and horrified. 
Um, and say it with me, folks. Who was the prime suspect? The husband. Duh. Of course he did it. And he later confessed to investigators that he had planned the murder for three weeks, had not intended to report the disappearance of his wife at all, but then changed the plan when the car got caught in the mud. Okay. Alrighty. The case came to trial January 16th, 1950, and hearing four days of testimony, the jury returned verdict of guilty. Holliber was sentenced to die in the electric chair. Uh, Holliber's attorney obviously filed an appeal alleging the jury failed to give proper consideration to the plea of insanity and the court made errors in jury instructions, blah, blah, blah. The Virginia Supreme Court overturned the conviction, ordered a new trial. Jesus Christ. Charles Francis Holliber was recommitted to the Western State Mental Hospital at Marion, Virginia, where he was judged to be actually insane. Uh, an interesting note was that this is the first time since the Ridgeway murder trial of 1927 in which a Fairfax County jury invoked the death penalty. Well, I mean, it's pretty severe. Yeah. He buried a baby alive. With its dead mother. With its dead, bludgeoned mother. Great. Okay. So, our final story in this saga is where we based the opening story from mm -hmm. so this one is much older and it's it's the most widely circulated written version and it's entitled the clifton bunny man and this written version was written by timothy c forbes and was posted on a website called castle of spirits in 1999 so like the oldest website that exists mm-hmm this version of the tale is really notable because there are a lot of facts that seem very specific. The story is that in 1904, inmates from an insane asylum escaped while being transferred to Lorton Prison because the asylum was being closed. One of these escapees, named Douglas J. Griffin murdered fellow escapee Marcus Walster, and eventually Douglas became the bunny man. So this is the story from the opening of the episode. There's like the trail of bunnies mm -hmm. that the police find, and then there's bunnies hanging from the bridge, and they never actually find Douglas, and blah -bitty blah So this is like the kind of the story that sparked the bunny man thing, I think. Right. But this story has been fully disproven. There's never been an, an asylum for the insane in Fairfax County, Virginia. Never. Second, Lorton Prison did not even come into existence until 1910. So six years after this supposedly happened. And when it was created, it's an arm of the District of Columbia Corrections and is not a Virginia State facility. Okay. Third, neither Douglas J. Griffin nor Marcus Walster appear in court records of Fairfax County at all. It's fully disproven. Damn. Just a straight up bold lie. Damn. Yeah. So that's it. That's the bunny man. That is the bunny man. And I just think it's so weird that I, I, I've i just never heard of it. Me either. Never. I had never heard. Well, I had heard the term Cropsy, but I had never heard the actual story of Cropsy. Yeah, me either. I've never heard the term the bunny man. I've never heard the term the bunny man. Nope. Oh, literally the only reference point I have for... A man wearing a bunny suit is Donnie Darko. That's literally it. Bunny suits are pretty creepy in general. They're super creepy. Especially, like, old photos of, like, Easter bunnies. Oh, my God. Those are the fucking worst. Old Halloween costumes are horrifying. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> you should try to recreate one and dress your kids up as an old Halloween costume that would be amazing it would if be if really i lived amazing. in like some fancy neighborhood like an hoa situation 
I would want to host like an old fashioned Halloween costume party. <laughs> Only costumes from the 1910s. Like it don't walk in here with a cape and fangs and call yourself a vampire. No. I want creepy beak masks. Aha. I I want all of that shit. Uh you can and obviously I'm pretty sure everyone has seen a lot of photos from back then, but there are literally like lists 10 creepiest photos of old Halloween costumes. They're little amazing. little tiny children just like wearing a p- a potato sack over their head. <laughs> like just the eyes cut out. Yeah. Why? I love it. That's what Halloween's all about. Is scaring the fuck out of everyone. (laughs) So, do we think Bunny Man is real? Obviously not. Nah. But I do think that a lot of, like, tales like this, it has to be based off of something. Yeah. Whether it's relatable at all. I love where these things end up. Yeah. Now, do I think Bunny Man comes out to the Clifton Bridge on Halloween and axes people to death and hangs them from, from the bridge? No. No. But do I think that, like, the incident that we talked about first, those two first stories we told with the couple and the guy breaking the, the window wearing the bunny suit, I'm sure that's real. Oh, yeah. And the security guard with the the guy on the porch. Mm-hmm. I bet both of those stories are real. And I bet those two things are the reason all of this other shit right. came up. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, the 1949 murders. I don't know why those are connected with this story. They, I, don't, I don't know either. Because, literally, there's, it has nothing to do with bunny man yeah the husband killed them and he was the suspect from the jump maybe it's i don't know i i, I was gonna know. say maybe it's because he was then like deemed insane and that was like kind of like a an idea of who bunny man was yeah it could be could be but i mean that wasn't the only murder that happened yeah at that time yeah doubtful weird it is weird but the first, I do think the first two incidents we said, I think those probably really did happen. Yeah. And that's creepy as fuck. They're really, for at least in the year 1970, in October. There's there, some weird shit happening. There was a um, weirdo running around in a bunny suit there. Yeah. 100%. 100% sure that that's true. Because that's very specific. It's wildly specific. Why choose a bunny costume? Yeah. And those two events happened 10 days apart on the same road. Right. And the people involved had nothing to do with each other. Mm -hmm. And there were over 50 other sightings, like, right after those happened. So I do think that that particular thing is, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm 99.9% sure it's true. The rest of it, probably not. Probably not. So. So we're done here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I really like doing these creepy stories. Yeah, they're fun. So. Some good shit. Good shit. Just like our intro music and our artwork. Oh, Haley and Ariel. Just absolutely stunning. Gorgeous. Everything you do. Yeah. Everything you do is perfect. A hundred percent of the time. A hundred percent of the time. You're perfect. You guys are perfect. Must be fucking nice. (laughs) (laughs) Share a little. God. But if you like us, if you liked the story, if you're listening to this creepy story on Memorial Day because you too have nothing to do on this holiday weekend. That's right. Maybe if you have a way to rate us five stars you should do that um type us up a little review mm-hmm. and share us with your friends yes please um do. i mean even if it's on your instagram story or whatever it helps so much it really really does yeah and just make sure to follow us on our instagram 
our Facebook, our TikTok, and don't forget about our email because we want to know what you want to hear. Yes, we want to know which ones you are really drawn to. What stories that we have not told do you need to hear? Yeah, what is the story? Whether it be some creepy old tale like this or a murder or a serial killer that's not really talked about that much Mm -hmm. or a missing person, whatever it is, tell us. Yeah, we want to do it. We want to do it. So get on it. Okay. Well, this has been great. Mm-hmm. We've enjoyed ourselves immensely. 100%. 100%. And uh, until next time, be kind out there. And please stay weird. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.